Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Keeping it local. This is the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to markspain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Into our second hour, the 9 o'clock hour. It is the High School Scoreboard Show. Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker. Got Dom working things the other side of the glass. As we got the full crew, we were in full effect tonight. Everybody's back. Everybody's back, man. Everybody's back. Everybody's back, and everybody's covering games. We've got some scores going on. I don't know, before we get to updates, any scores jumping out at you? You want to throw out at them? Parkview, Mill Creek, 13-13. to I think there's some some hitting going on out there. Really good ball game. Man. Valdosta 7, McEachern 7, third quarter. Third quarter. That's a good one. It is a good ball game. You know, McEachern's 1-4, and but they played an unbelievably difficult schedule. So don't let that – don't let these records fool you this time of year. Depending on what kind of schedule the team played, they could be undefeated and really not that good, or they could be 1-4 and and be pretty dang good. Yeah. It's actually easy to mess that up. Okay, now as the region play sorts out and you get into week eight, week nine, week ten, yeah, the the records kind of start being about what you think. But early in the season, you let those records fool you. McEachern's got a good football team. If they get overlooked, they're going to get beat. Yep, yep, and that's what we're seeing tonight. We'll see how that game progresses. All right, we got some updates. Eric Slaughter, our first time hearing from him tonight. Let's check in with him right now. It's the 92.9 The Game Halftime Report. Getting you caught up on all the scores from all the games. Here's Sam and Chris. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game's Friday night high school scoreboard show. This is Eric Slaughter, and I am up in Jefferson, Georgia, at the Jefferson Memorial Stadium, home of the Dragons. It's a 5A Region 8 contest tonight. The Clark Central Gladiators have traveled over to Jefferson, but so far their Dragons have not been a friendly host as they go into the locker room with a 15-0 halftime lead. They took the opening kickoff, did the Dragons, and went straight down the field on a six-play, 77-yard scoring drive capped off by their all AJC Super 11 linebacker slash running back Sammy Brown as he took a swing pass out the backfield and scampered 44 yards for the opening touchdown. Later in the quarter, 
They got back into the end zone, but a missed PAT extended the lead to 13 to zero. In the second quarter, the Clark Central offense made a miscue, a holding in the end zone resulted for a two-point safety to get us to our 15-0 halftime score. It's all dragons, but we still have 24 minutes of football. We'll see if the Gladiators can muster something in the second half. Let's go back to the studio, back to Sam and Chris. But for now, 15-0 is our score here in Jefferson. This is Eric Slaughter for the High School Scoreboard Show. All right, thanks a lot, Eric, for that update. Your thoughts about Jefferson? Of course, you know they, you know they, they're a good team. Got one of the best players in the country. Really, a team on a mission this year, Sam. They got knocked out in the first round of playoffs last year. They're not accustomed to that, and that was very. They won their region. They were very good, and, and they got beat in the first round. They got a lot of guys back. There's a lot of a lot of toughness, a lot of character on that team. Coach Travis Nolan, a great coach, and they've been playing angry this first part of the year. I mean, they've been playing angry. They've been beating some very good teams. And it's going to be interesting to see what they can do as the season progresses. All right. Day-Day Lewis has an update from this game. Let's check in with Day-Day. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game High School Scoreboard Show with Sam Crenshaw and Chris Parker. Damian Day-Day Lewis live here in Fairburn, Georgia at Langston Hughes High School where we have reached the half, guys. And it's Langston Hughes still on top, but it's a 20-17 lead for the Panthers as Douglas County got a crucial fourth and goal rushing touchdown from James Johnson. And again, that score 20-17. But on the other side for Langston Hughes, what a night Justice Savage is having on the ground. Three rushing touchdowns for the running back. So we'll see what adjustments both teams make here at the half. But we've got an exciting region showdown here as one of these teams will move to 2-0 and be at the top of the region standings. From Langston Hughes High School in Fairburn, Georgia, for the High School Scoreboard Show with Sam Crenshaw and Coach Chris Parker, I'm Damian Day-Day-Lewis on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, thanks a lot, Day-Day, for that update. And we knew this one was going to be a good yeah, ball game. Yeah, 2017. I mean, I, I don't know that. I thought Douglas County will win, but I knew they could play with Langston Hughes more than they'd been able to the last few years. They are a much improved team, and they're going to be a team to worry about. You're going to see some of these first-round playoff matchups, and you're going to see some good ball teams go out in the first round because there's just more than 16 good teams in the classification, and you know half the teams have to lose. Yep, yep, and they're, they're looking like one of them. We'll see how this game progresses down through the second half of that one. All right, Garrett Chapman's up in Forsyth County. Let's take a look what he has. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the High School Scoreboard Show. This is Garrett Chapman live at Lambert High School, home of the Longhorns, for a battle of undefeated 7A programs. East Coweta traveled all the way up here to Lambert High School, and uh, so far it's going all in the end so far in this first half. 16-3 is your score through the first two frames. Um, and let me tell you, East Coweta had a pretty dominant drive there. You guys heard the touchdown drive um, from going Peoples had the long pass on the right sideline. But this one, it was a lot more chunk play. So it was more of like a proper drive that you would expect from a team like this. They were taking up, picking up plays left and right, just sort of chunking it all the way down the field. Uh, but it wasn't until they got into the red zone that Cohen Peoples, the quarterback, called his own number to finish off the drive. And let me tell you, guys, he hit him with the horns down. We're up here with Lambert Longhorns, and he did it not once, but twice. He wanted to make sure those def defenders saw that. And a uh, little disrespectful, but you know what? We love it, and that's, that's high school football at its finest, let me tell you. Uh, but on the next drive, Lambert was actually able to get on the board for their first score of the game. They kicked a 35-yard field goal on the leg of Baker, Baker Kembrell, uh, the, the junior kicker. Um, 
But as we wound down into this, into the uh, the end of that second quarter, I caught up with head coach John Small of East Coweta, and he largely liked what he saw from his, his squad. The defense has played pretty well. Uh, he says the offense was able to settle in, specifically Cohen Peoples. He was a little antsy at first, he said, uh, but he, once he was able to settle in and start making the right completions, they really started to find a little bit of success as evidence on the scoreboard in that second quarter. Um, the biggest thing for the defense, just contain the quarterback. That was the biggest thing for, La for uh, Lambert when they were driving down the field. The quarterback was able to break contain and pick up first downs. Um, so as long as East Coweta, Coach Small says, as long as the East Coweta defense is able to get, keep him in the pocket, he likes what he can see. But you know what? 16-3 is your score at the half. Guys, back up to you. Garrett Chapman live at Lambert High School. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game in the High School Scoreboard Show. All right, thanks a lot, Garrett, for that update. And East Coweta continuing to lead there for Forsyth County, taking on Lambert. Yeah, 13-point game. It's, you know, it's not over, but East Coweta is controlling the game. Lambert's got to come out and get something going early in the third quarter um, to, to be able to roll. Lambert's a good football team, but they're not the team that's built just consistently come from behind. So you'll need to see something early in that third quarter to get rolling. But East Coweta creeping up those uh, those power rankings. You got to watch one. You got to watch one. Dom, what you got over there? Oh, you, you know, we were just giving updates. I just wanted to let everyone know Stevenson is up 27-20 to 20 on Tucker right now. See, see, see he, he would have to do Stevenson that. Stevenson got uh, – yeah, Dom's yeah. got the inside scoop. <laughs> he got the inside scoop on that one. That boy done. Are you, or is he going to be a, 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 a journalist of integrity and give it the score if Tucker goes ahead? I, I don't know. Always. Of course, okay. Of okay. Course. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But right now Stevenson's up, so he's doing great with that one. Uh, score stream had a number of scores. Uh, that can run down for you at this point. Got all the, all the halftime scores at this point. Um, let's see here. Um, Harrison County 16, North Murray 14. We got Carrollton up 14-0 on Hillgrove. Richland 14-7 on Bremen. Uh, Jasper County 28-0 on Mount Zion. You got Villarica 7, Banneker 2, Bowden 21, Temple 6, and Heard County 20, uh, 28 now, Clarkston 6. Those are all halftime scores. Let me give you one that's, that's jumping out to me a little bit, Sam. And I'm, I've been watching this Norcob and Milton game. It's on the GPB online. And Norcob just took the lead 21 to 17. North Cobb's just hanging around. Milton's kind of controlled the game, but North Cobb has found a way to make some plays. And this is at Milton. Milton's very talented. North Cobb is too. Yeah. But 21 17, middle of the third quarter, North Cobb over Milton. It's a very good game. Um, if, you, if you're just looking for something to watch. Uh, I'll tell you something else that's standing out to me right now is, that is um, you look across and I saw Stars Mill was beating Troop. Now, you know, third quarter. But it's 17-3, to three, third quarter, Stars Mill over Troop. You know, Troop's one of the top two or three teams. Yeah. And that's a region game. It is. That's so a tough region. That's a tough region. But that's a game where – you know that they're going. They if if you and here's how I tell you this every year, Sam, about this time of year. But there's always a couple of games that happen this week or next week that when we get to that tenth game, it's the difference in the region that you didn't know at the time. Right, right. But the truth is that game decided your fate, positive or negative. Yeah. And you didn't know it at the time, but getting that win. And it becomes the thing that's a tiebreaker. So say Stars Mill wins this game. Okay. And they still got to play five more region games. And say at the end, somebody else beats Star Mill and Troop beats them. But it comes down to Troop and Stars Mill both at five and one in the region. Whoever wins tonight, they the region champion. Region champion. Yeah. And it's the difference in having two home games 
in a row if you go win. It's the difference in playing somebody's four seed versus somebody's three seed. It's immensely important. And it'll all come down to a game like this. And it might not even come down to this one. But one or two of these games tonight are deciding the region championship, and we don't know which one they are. We don't know which one's up, but that's something to think about uh, as we get into scores at this stage of the season. Um, Creekside is up 35-14 on Chapel Hill. That is a third-quarter score um, in, in that particular game. Um, Cahulla Creek. Well, the Creek. Creek. The Creek's up there. They're up 14 nothing. second-quarter score still. That's against uh, Lakeview, Fort Oglethorpe yeah. in, in that game. How about Wesleyan up 29-14 over Gilmer? Um, Dawson County up 10-7 over West Hall. And Ridgeland up 14-7 over Bremen in that same area. Yep, that area. Um, got a third-quarter score. Noonan is up 14-0. Cougars trying to get their first win. They're up 14-0 on South Paulding as their third-quarter score. Milton just had a long touchdown. Looks like it. Well, let's see. Yeah, long touchdown run and going to take the lead back. 24-21, it looks like, over North Crawford. That's a good game. Yep, third yeah. quarter, a couple of third-quarter scores. Northgate 14, Veterans 7. Uh, third quarter, way down on the coast, Brunswick 12, Glen Academy nothing. That's a big game. Yeah, big rivalry game. You know, mm-hmm. two teams right down the road from each other. Uh, not a lot of love lost <laughs> among those teams. And uh, Brunswick's kind of, you know, Glen Academy for years was probably the, the more dominant team of the two. And then the mm-hmm. last few, Brunswick's been really good. So, um, looking like they may stay that way with this 12-0 lead early. Look for that one. Third quarter scored Norcross, Norcross 20. South Gwinnett 13. South Gwinnett still undefeated went into this game. Yeah, South Gwinnett giving Norcross all they want. You know, Norcross is a perennial power. They've been good all year. But, yeah, South Gwinnett, sneaky good. This is kind of their chance to show if they're getting into that next group of people. Yep, yep. Uh, Harrison is taking the lead over Pebble Brook. That game was tied for a time. Now Harrison is up 14-10. That is a third-quarter score in that particular one. We got a second quarter. See if this game has gotten along. We got Westlake against Collins Hill. Westlake with a 14-7 lead. We'll see if we have an update on that one. Pepperell up 20 to 10 over Chatuga. Rome up 49 to nothing on Alatoona. 49 to nothing. Ooh, Rome wow. got a good football team. Good football team. Um, we got a third quarter score. Colquitt up 36 21 on Cedar Grove. Uh, the game is playing in the third quarter. They're playing that one way down, uh, way down in Moultrie tonight. So those are some scores. Coming up, we're going to spend some, spend some time with somebody who has tonight off. But he can tell you where to go to find Ollie's chicken and buttermilk pie. I'm interested. That's another tease. Another tease. I'm interested. And his team is undefeated. I'm in in on this. (laughs) We got to hear from him when we come back. You stay with us. It's Friday night, and you're listening to the High School Scoreboard Show on Sports Radio 1990. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Gabe at 1990gabe.com. Sure. This is the Games High School's Football Scoreboard Show. Friday night, under the lights. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain, and Mark Spain. Go to markspain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back inside our Midtown Atlanta studio, Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker. Glad you're with us for the High School Scoreboard Show on this Friday night, the first Friday night of fall. We can say it really feels like football in the coming weeks now. We're going to have to take that light jacket, going to have to take that sweater, going to get that, you know, the folks at the concession stand going to be firing up the the hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. You know? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. yet, But yes, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. That's all part of Friday night. Uh, Garrett Chapman has an update. Something just happened in this game. Let's check in with him. Sports Radio 92.9, the game in the high school scoreboard show. This is Garrett Chapman live at Lambert High School for East Coweta and the Longhorns. And guys, we got a ball game. I talked to uh, head coach Mark Beach after he came out of the locker room, and he said basically they got to run the ball better and they got to hit the big play. East Coweta had their opportunities with a big play, and they took advantage, but the Longhorns haven't yet. Well, that is until the very first play. They uh, they go for an onside kick, and they get it. So they steal a possession away from East Coweta. And the very next play, Marshall Coleman hits number six, Christian Smith, for a 50-yard touchdown pass. Guys, they had missed that connection at least three or four times where he just barely overthrows him, but they did not miss this time. And it's 16-10, to 10, and we have another stuff. Right here, Lambert just stops East Coweta on fourth down. And guys, we got a great ball game up here at Lambert High School. So your score 16 to 10. And they hold him. Yep, they officially hold him right there. I was waiting, waiting for that call. Live at Lambert High School as Lambert takes over in plus territory, getting their second possession of this second half. We're only two minutes in, guys. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Sports Radio 929, the game in the high school scoreboard show. This is Garrett Chapman live. Guys, I got to take a breath. Back up to you. All right, Gary. <laughs> hey, what I told you, you got to come out in that third quarter and do something. You're down yep. 13 points. Sounds like that went exactly as they planned. Absolutely. Onside Absolutely. kick, score, stop them, get the ball back, 16-10. You got the ball, chance to take the lead. It, with just a couple minutes into the game, that that couldn't go better for Lambert. But that is what you had to have to get back in that game. Yep, and that's what they have right now. We're going to keep an in. We'll be keeping up with, with Garrett Moore as he's there for that particular game. All right, someone who is not uh, playing tonight, but is undefeated, five and zero. Five and zero. Yes, are the Green County Tigers, and uh, always great to catch up with their head coach, Coach Terrence Banks. I think he's at a game tonight, though. Coach Banks. Coach well, Banks don't take any days off. Sir. No, no off days. No coach. days off. <laughs> coach Banks, welcome to the Scoreboard Show. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Thank y'all for having me. Coach Banks, man, my good to talk to you, my friend. And congratulations on your start. What's been the difference for this team so far to get you this 5-0 start? Uh, it's going to sound like coach speak, but it's the absolute truth, and that's just trying to go 1-0 every day. Um, just trying to focus on becoming a better football team and winning each day. Um, and I think that's kind of been the focus. We, we knew we had talent, but as I try to tell my kids, you know, talent isn't enough. And so I just think the focus this year has been great. 
coach, you do have some experience coming back on this team. You have a number of starters back on offense and defense. That helps. Most definitely does. And when you have, you know, young men that will play on TV on Saturday, um, that helps as well. So <laughs> that, that's always a plus. It makes us better coaches. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't be giving all the secrets away, Coach. Um, <laughs> you got to have some good players. Coach, you're yes, in your sir. second year, and your second year is when you really get a little more comfortable to play, Sam. The yeah. first year is a mess because you come in at a different time and you don't get the whole off season and all that. What's this? What, how is the program settling in here in this second year? What are you, what are you seeing? I mean, you know, in the second year now, you have we brought back every coach except for uh, shoot two. I lost my OC in DC, but everybody else came came back, and I think you know the continuation of staff is important. I think, Callie, you know, what you guys alluded to, having, you know, six returning starters on both sides of the ball, guys that have experience doing it my way, you know, is is also key. So, I mean, you know, you can't understate that enough. And I just think, you know, like you said, being familiar with each other has been real key. Coach Banks, folks, first of all, folks, are spending time with Coach Terrence Banks from Green County High School. His team is – has a bye week this week, and they're off to a 5-0 and start so far this season. We had Morgan Burnett on a little while ago, and he's someone who played defensive back and played, you know, quarterback in the state of high school. You got someone who's doing that for you that makes things pretty – I won't say make it easier for you, but you're comfortable with him because this guy leads your team on both sides of the ball. Uh, yes, you know, we got our junior quarterback, free safety, Steve Miller. You know, it's – last year I was kind of hesitant to play him on defense. Um, but we played him sporadically this year. He's kind of taking that mantle, been in the weight room. And, you know, at a single-A school, you know, you have to do everything. So not only does he play football, he's a starting point guard, but he took to, you know, becoming bigger, faster, stronger to be able to do both. And, you know, he's comfortable in what we do offensively. His freshman year, he started at quarterback and free safety, but, you know, they were a pure Delaware wing team. Um, we like to call what we do power spread. I, I tell people that because we spread them out because Parker said not to tell the secret, but I love running bus week. So <laughs> I, I won't say that we're a, a spread offense per se 100%. So, you know, just his second year and being comfortable, that's been, that's been big for us. So hold on a second. Okay. So Coach Banks saying they, they're going to run the buck sweep, and Sam told me they got some great food choices. I'm thinking I might be at Green County soon. Y'all got any openings, Coach? <laughs> well, I, I'm sure if you come out of retirement, there's a guy named Grant Myers that's going to make sure you have to help him. So I'm not worried about that. Oh, my goodness. Coach, that's about you, 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 you know, your team. You, you, you have this week off. You're in a very difficult region. Um, I've lived and worked down that way uh, for many years and known the reputation of some of the programs that you have in your region, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, you know, kind of like I told you earlier, I consider it the SEC uh, Division One, uh, single-A Division Two. Um, you got perennial powerhouse Lincoln County, which is a rival. Warren came to join the region, which, you know, a few years ago had mm-hmm. made the quarterfinals for the third time. You got Aquinas back in the region from Augusta, and you got Washington Wilkes, and so – to kind of tell people that are listening how tough it is that they don't know, I'll say this. Two teams in our region were ranked in the 
preseason uh, schoolboy showtime team, and it wasn't us. So that lets you know how highly, you know, talented and historic the teams in our region are. Yeah, you're in, you're out. Warren, Lincoln, Aquinas, and Washington Wilts are going to be really good. Yeah. and uh, But Coach Banks got a good team, too. And he's yeah, supposed does. to be humble because that's his job. And I'm not coaching anybody, so I can say it for him. Um, really excited for your team, Coach. Really excited for you and your team. And just keep getting better and see what you guys can do in the second half of the season. That's the plan. You know, continue to go one and know every day until we can't. So, that's definitely what we're going to attempt to do. Coach, talk about how you've had to modify some things, or have you had to modify some things? The teams, you, the schools you've worked at previously had a larger enrollment. Mm-hmm. And we talk about places like, like Newton and, and, and Meadow Creek and Tri-Cities. Um, what are some things that you've had to modify? And you tell me your numbers are up pretty good. you got, what, what 57, 58, 58 guys. Yeah, the numbers are good, but it still goes back to that, you know, racehorse philosophy as we, as I call it. You can't win the Kentucky Derby if your prize possession doesn't play on Friday. So you have to find a way to teach toughness without saying we're going to line up and bang every day. And I think that's the biggest thing at this level. You got to have tough kids because tough people win eventually. But at the same time, you got to get the Steve Miller. You got to get your 6'4", 3'30", nose guard till Friday night. And so a big part of what we've had to do is find ways to instill toughness, practice hard without wearing each other out and get into game day. And so that's a big part of, you know, what we've been working on. Yeah, it's actually a great question, Sam, because it, it is it's football. It's still tackle football. Yeah. But it is different coaching at that smaller level versus the 7A. Coach Banks was at Meta Creek as an interim head coach before. You know, that's a 7A school in Gwinnett. It, it's football, yeah. but you got to practice it totally differently. Right, Coach? Uh, most differently, you know, you don't, you can't line up and go inside run 15 minutes of offense and 15 minutes of defense, and you don't have two team huddles going on on both mm-hmm. sides of the field trying to watch it. A lot of what we do is together, and so you know it's still football though. You know, as my dad was saying, a lot of old timers you still got to block and tackle. Mm-hmm. So those things have to be worked, but you have to find an environment in which you can do it. Uh, safely, which is, you know, we work so much of that even in the summertime, teaching our kids how to tackle positioning, you know, and just telling them that, you know, tempo can't be faked, you know, energy and effort can't be faked. And, you know, holding them to that standard, I think that's huge. We'll get you out on this, Coach. What, outside of just staying healthy, what's got to happen over these next five games Do you guys have the season you want to have? What's the thing that's got to improve the most? Uh, you know, the things that we have to do is just being able to play a complete game. And I and I think, you know, so all three phases, our defense is really, really good. And that's going to be our calling card. And you know, Chris, I'm an offensive guy. So that's that's hard for me to say that my defense <laughs> is my calling card. But my defense is my calling card. What's got to improve special teams? Um, and then, you know, our offense has got to be consistent. And I think a large part of that is, you know, you got to finish games and, and, and kids that are not used to winning. Green County has been 5-0 in 18 years. These kids, freshmen, last year was the first time these kids ever made the playoffs. So it's not getting excited. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't get excited because you're 5-0. As I told my kids, yeah, I'm happy, but we 0-0 zero zero in the region. So we got to go to work. And then I think the biggest thing is just getting in that rhythm and staying in that rhythm. And you want to know what's honestly hard about that? 
when you won two or three games that were blowouts, and so you're pulling starters, or you're just running the same play, and you're not having to push through four, four quarters. That really hurts offensive football, I yep. think. Yep. So we, we got to find that rhythm, you know, as we get ready for these five games, and especially, you know, we got murderous road after our second bye week. So we got to, you know, make sure we put it together. Yeah, all roads lead to Greensboro, especially if you're on I-20 going east from Atlanta, and you got a certain exit you get off of, and you got a place called, uh, you know, Yesterday Cafe. Um, tell us a little bit about that exit that people need to get off on there, Coach. Man, you got to get off at exit 130. If you don't know where Lake Oconee is, if you haven't been to Lake Oconee, you need to come visit it. All my coaches who want to spend a gazillion dollars to make the wife happy, come on out <laughs> to the Ritz Carlton on the lake. It's a beautiful place. Um, but exit 130, man, that's where you can find Lake Oconee in Greensboro. And, you know, as I said, it's probably been the biggest rallying cry. All communities need a rallying cry, something that ties them together. And for my community, that's the thing that, you know, ties us together. In small towns, you know, we got that. You got two exits when you come through Greene County. The other cities got about three or four. There are 100 in Metro Atlanta. But when you get off on 130, that's just, like I said, a source of pride. And you come out to Lake County and also eat yesterday's cafe if you're there during the daytime for some lunch. I might hit it up. We're going to hit it up sometimes. We ought to ride out there, Coach. We're going to have to do it. We're going to come. We're going to come ask for the buttermilk pie. Tell them you sent us, Coach Banks. For sure. (laughs) Mr. Brand will be happy to hear that. Coach Terrence Banks, thank you for uh, spending some time with us tonight, and good luck to you and your team the rest of the way. Man, thank you guys for having me on. All right, that is Coach Banks. Hey, exit 130, man. He said, here, you get off on exit 130. He you was know? saying the things I like to hear. He talking about running the ball, buck sweep. Mm-hmm. We ran a lot of – talking about uh, pie. Yeah. Talking about <laughs> good food. I mean, these yeah, are things yeah. I can get on board with. That's nice. Very nice. Very nice. All right, come back. We're going to check some more scores. We're going to check in with John Bettnarowski. He's going to run down things that are happening out in Cobb County. We keep an eye on that McEachin-Valdosta game. Uh, that and more when we come back. You stay with us on this Friday night. This is Scoreboard Show, High School Scoreboard Show, here on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929thegame.com. to more of the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain, and Mark Spain. Go to markspain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's the High School Scoreboard Show on this Friday night. So glad you're with us. And look up. Whichever way you're accessing us, be it through your radio, your smart device, or if you're following us on the Odyssey app, we thank you for following and not downloading that Odyssey app uh, for the Scoreboard Show here on Friday night or for all of our programs here on Sports Radio 929. The games we've been watching scores. And today you got to keep an eye on things out in Cobb County. He's got some interesting scores that he is keeping an eye on tonight. It's John Bettnarowski of Marietta, the Daily Journal joins us now. Um, John, good evening. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you, fellas? Doing great. Just keeping an eye on some of the games. And, uh, boy, you got some interesting scores with some teams from out in, out in your part of, uh, of the metro area. 
Tell us about what you've seen so far tonight. Well, interesting scores are right. Uh, you know, uh, North Cobb seems to be getting things cranked up a little bit, and uh, they were going into Milton tonight uh, on the road. They're up 35-24 going to the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, David Eziu Mume, that's easy for me to say, uh, he uh, has broken loose last couple of games, run for over uh, 450 yards against uh, uh, combined against Marietta and uh, Northside the last couple of weeks. I'm sure he's having a big game over there. Uh, another one, a little bit of a surprise uh, to me, McEachern's up 21-7 to on Valdosta. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're starting to get healthy and starting to put things together. Uh, and then... Well, I'll tell you what, we had a couple of games, you know, some some programs that have had a lot of uh, tradition and legacy, despite only being, you know, between 15 and 20 years old. Boy, Hillgrove and uh, Alatoona are really taking it on the chin. Of course, uh, Hillgrove welcomed in Carrollton and, and Juju Lewis tonight. Uh, that game just went final. Carrollton won 49 to nothing. And uh, Alatoona was hosting Rome tonight. Before the game, they honored former coach uh, Gary Varner for his 15 years of service and helping, uh, you know, put Alatoona to the forefront of Class 6A, won, uh, won a state championship a few years ago, played for another one. They're down 62 to nothing at home. Mm. Uh, you know, new coach Brad Smith kind of changing things up a little bit. You want to talk about some growing pains. That's uh, that's what's going on out there. Uh, so hopefully they can get that one fixed here pretty soon. And then, of course, uh, Marietta's at the half. Actually, they haven't played too bad tonight against Buford. Um, unfortunately, a couple of mistakes, a couple of turnovers. Next thing you know, it's 23-3 to three at the half. Yeah, Marietta, um, Hillgrove, and Alatoona all struggling tonight, Sam. But um, the, I guess the good news for them, if there is some good news, a lot of folks have struggled with Rome, Carrollton, and Buford. Yeah. So maybe. Um, but those are programs that accustom what John's saying is customary. Right. These are teams that would play with them. These yeah. would be the games we would be spotlighting. And they're just not there at this moment. But what do you? What do they have to do to get back to those days, John? Well, you know, Marietta continues to play with an undersized offensive line, and uh, you know, they just you know, look. Twenty nineteen, when you looked at the roster that won the state championship, you'd go down it and say five star, five star, five star, five star. I mean, we're dealing. We were dealing with Harrison Bailey and Eric Gilbert and the Ojolaris and uh, Ramel Keaton and Rashad Torrance, and I can go on. Yeah. You know, right now they're in a little bit of a lull. Do they have good football players? Yes. Are they going to play much better during the region schedule? Yes. But right now they're not right there to compete with the Bufords and the Waltons right now. Um, you know, Alatoona uh, – can't seem to move the ball right now, having struggles at quarterback. Uh, you know, the one thing that uh, Hillgrove had been able to hold, uh, hang its head on this year anyway was defense. And um, I don't think that was the case tonight. But, again, 
you know, you don't have Bradley Chubb and Miles mm-hmm. Murphy and, and those, those guys right there right now. So, you know, a little bit of a talent low in the county doesn't mean that uh, things are bad. I mean, look at Walton. Right. Bryce Clavon came back tonight. He'd been playing with uh, Team USA Baseball with the uh, under-18 team uh, quarterback at Cal. They're up 55-10 to 10 at the yeah, half. I noticed yeah. that. I noticed that. Makes a difference. <laughs> Having good players makes a difference, Sam. We'll give you those. That's my hot take for the week. That's good, it. good players That's make it. you look like a better coach. Ask you about a couple other programs out there. I know that Osborne has gotten off to a good start. They're getting ready to go into a region. You feel like this time around uh, they have what it takes to, to kind of go out and get some wins in that region. That's a very difficult region for them. And, and Harrison – is still undefeated. Harrison's still undefeated. Uh, Last time I checked, they were up 28-17 in the fourth quarter Mm -hmm. against Pebblebrook. They're looking to move to 6-0. You know, Osborne was up 14-0 at the half, a little bit of a slower kind of game uh, for them. They're playing up in Cartersville at Woodland. They're going to play Kennesaw Mountain in that first region game in Two weeks, because the majority of Cobb County is off next week because of fall break. Um, the folks at Osborne are very confident. You can tell that, you know, this is the third year under Coach Luke Monsalam and uh, the second uh, year under Phil Ironside as the offensive coordinator. And the combination of the two, they are really starting to build a culture there, but that being said, a lot of the kids on this team, it's truly their third year of playing high school or their third year of playing football, not just high school football. Uh, are they going to be competitive? I think, you know, last year they were 5-0, and and then Kennesaw Mountain dropped 60 on them. Mm-hmm. That's who they're going to open up against. I don't think it's going to be like that. I think Osborne's going to have a chance in a few of these games if they get the ball to bounce the right way. They haven't won a region game in, I want to say, like 15 years. So uh, wow. we can say they're due. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're they're definitely playing much better. And, you know, last year Luke Monsalon said, hey, I want to make sure everybody's got a game plan for us because that wasn't the case in the pa- in the past. Well, now not only are they game planning, they have earned the respect. They, you know, people know that they're going to go out and play fundamental football. Edwin, uh, Edward Burr, quarterback, uh, having another good year. I'm looking forward to it, but, you know, it's still wait and see. 1994, yeah. the last time Osborne won six games in a season. Whoa. So if they're able to win tonight and then win next week or two weeks, yep. that would um that'd be the best team they've had since nineteen ninety four. So and already the best back to back seasons they've had since then. And John is right, two thousand eleven was the last time they won a region game. Yeah. Uh, Chris, you were talking about McEachin and the schedule they played early on as we look at this result they have in so far tonight with Valdosta. Yeah, I'm I'm really intrigued about the region they're in. And Marietta's in you know, it's Marietta, Harrison, McEachern. They're in this region where it's just so difficult to look at scores and say who the the favorite or the main team because McEachern and Marietta played such tough schedules. 
But I think the schedules start preparing. Coaches want to say the schedule's preparing them. But then sometimes the schedule loses confidence and it doesn't prepare at all. It has the other effect. Yeah. But it's, if McEachern is playing Valdosta well tonight, the schedule's working out or they're getting some people healthy or both. Right, John? Yeah, I think it's a combination of both. And, of course, uh, uh, J. Don Kenny uh, found a rhythm last week. Uh, EJ or RJ Eccles caught uh, three balls for 161 yards and three touchdowns. I'd say that's rather efficient. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, you know, it, they seem to be starting to put things together. You know, they beat Tucker last week, 49 to seven. They're going to get a bye week. Uh, hopefully they can continue to get healthy. Um I'm at a loss for who they open up with in region play right at the moment, but you're right. That region, McEachern, uh, you know, they missed the playoffs last year because right. they lost the wrong games in region play. And then you have uh, uh, Marietta, Hillgrove, yeah, uh, Harrison, and North Paulding. And you know, the the team you got to kind of put your eye on is North Paulding. Mm-hmm. Uh, North Paulding, we're going to find out exactly what they've got next week. Uh, last non-region game, they go to Walton, so we'll get uh, we'll get a litmus test there. And then, uh, yeah, that region is wide open, not only for the region championship, but for all four for playoff all four spots. spots. Yeah. I really think all those teams have a legitimate chance in most of the region games, and that's why it's a really interesting region where in high school ball a lot of times one or two teams are just kind of better than everybody, and one or two teams are probably not going to win much, and there's some in the middle. You don't really have that there. You mentioned Walton a couple times. I know they're off today, but I wasn't here last week. I was on assignment, Sam says. Yeah, yeah. Coach um, was on assignment last week. I didn't get to hear your take on Walton last week. I apologize. But I think they're the best team I've seen all year. Now, that can change as the year goes on. But as of today, they're the best 7A team I've seen. Is that a fair take? Well, it is, at least in Cobb County. Um, you know, it, it's interesting when you look at it. People are starting to mention Walton in the same breath as uh, Buford for 7A. Uh, the one thing, you know, the one big difference last couple of years uh, you know, two years ago, they went to the state semifinals. Last year, they went to the state quarterfinals. You know, this year, they're steamrolling everybody, averaging about 57 points a game. And there's one very big difference this year from those last two, and his name's Daniel Calhoun at 6'6", 360, offensive lineman. I don't know how he hasn't picked up the fifth star yet, but he's going to be heading to Georgia. And it just seems like, you know, he's taking on three defenders on every play, and nobody's getting anywhere close to uh, Jeremy Heklinski. So uh, uh, I, I really think that he's made, no pun intended, a huge difference. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. and I, you know, I made the joke with uh, Daniel Bruner. I said, you know, the baseball field used to be called Raider Mountain. I said, you got your new Raider Mountain right here. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, I got an up close and personal view of him at the Court of Kale when we were down there on the field. He's yeah. um, he is an impressive looking young man. He really is. He truly is. He truly is. John, we appreciate you uh, getting up with us. Of course, this is the scoreboard uh, coming to us from uh, Cobb Football Friday, and uh, one of the best followers on social media, by the way. Yeah, for, for Friday night stuff. It really not, is. Yeah. It really is. Cobb foot at Cobb Football Friday. 
John Betnarowski, always great catching up with you. Thanks so much for the time. Anytime, fellas, anytime. All right, all right. Talk about things out in Cobb County. and uh, like, We're keeping an eye on this McEachin score. My goodness. Uh, and see what happens. They're in the fourth quarter now, and they are leading Valdosta. A rough night for the Valdosta, considering what's happening with Lyons over at Grayson. Yeah. That's a long ride back Ooh. to South Georgia, man. Cobb and Gwinnett County. Ooh. 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 Yeah. Mm. Rides the same distance either way, but it, it feels a lot longer when you're losing. I can guarantee you that. Uh, we'll see what happens. We got a few more minutes to pull some things out. Come back. We're going to the 10 o'clock hour. We're going to have more updates from our reporters. We're going to start checking in with some of these winning coaches on this Friday night. You're listening to the Scoreboard Show, the high school scoreboard show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9thegame.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.